Hello, everybody, and welcome to Success Number Series for Friday, July 8th. Uh, 2022. I am Marco Mazzola. Once again, um, we have taken over the airways and uh, we're here. We uh, captured Professor Beliso, put him to the side, and we're taking over the show for this month. So with me again are three amazing school owners who I'm happy to call not only colleagues, but friends. So let's go around the room and say hello to everybody. Hello, Monique. Hi, I'm Monique with Karate for Girls out of Columbia, Maryland. Fantastic. Good to have you here, Mr. Jason. I'm Jason Smith, Believe Martial Arts in Chipley, Florida. Awesome. And my friend James. James Walker here from Aurora, Colorado, Resilient Martial Arts. Fantastic. And again, I am Marco Mazzola from Focus Martial Arts in Woburn, Massachusetts. Uh, we're so glad to see everybody here. Uh, we got some people in the house. Ashton's on board. Bob Poole's on board. So everybody in the comments, say hello. We will um, show your comments and any questions, obviously. We will be happy to answer any questions that you have. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about rebranding. Um, all of us have gone through or are going through and we're in different stages of our rebrands for our school. So we're going to kind of go around the room and um, we got a whole bunch of questions that we're going to pose to each other and just, you know, see what we thought of rebranding with Professor Beliso, what the process is like, um, how much hair we've lost, all that kind of good stuff uh, and see where our nerves are at. So let's let's go around the room. Let's start. Um, the, the first question basically is why rebrand? What is the purpose of rebranding, right? Um, who wants to start with why rebranding? Let's see. Uh, I'm going to start with Jason. I'm going to start with Jason today. All right. Yeah, so, um, you know, rebranding, it was definitely a – it was something I was against at first. I'm going to be completely honest. I was completely against it 100%. Marco, you were there whenever the conversation got started with Brandon about it. Yeah, and, um, you know, it was – it finally, for me, it was one of the big things about um, really being able to communicate our purpose and our why. You know, and my, my thoughts on it was, oh, I got to change the name of the school. I got to change the logo. I got to do all this other stuff. It's going to be super expensive. And I just really don't want to do it. And, uh, and you know, and I, I kind of had that, that love of my previous brand because all of the blood, sweat, and tears that went into that, into the creation of it. So, but in the process of going through that mentorship with Brandon, it was, it was one of the things of really finding out my purpose, how my purpose related to my business's purpose and our why and communicating that to everyone and all. So that was why we actually decided to, to go through with the rebrand. Excellent. Awesome. Monique, how about you? You're in a different stage. Rebranding sort of, right? Talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah. So um, for us, branding, um, I feel like we, of course, everyone feels like they have a solid brand, right? You're like, oh, my brand's strong. I got this. Um, I think the first part of working with Brandon with the brand or rebranding is it doesn't always have to be like this complete change. It could just be like a facelift of what you already have. Our name was pretty strong. Um, we were pretty known in the community. So it wasn't that I wanted to change too much. It was kind of like, okay, maybe there needs to be a, a facelift. You know, we're, we're 15 years old um, and we wanted to have something that was consistent. So when we showed up, whether it was in the community or within the dojo or the parents, like they knew, okay, this look belonged to Karate for Girls. Um, so it was more of that. So we didn't do like a full rebrand as far as name change, but like as far as that, like, and we're still in the middle of, do we use this as a script? Do we use this as a logo? So we're still in the process of what that's going to look like. Um, but I think the biggest um, aha for me is like, when you think rebrand, you're thinking like, oh, you're, you know, I don't want to change everything. Like I'm okay with making some changes and adjustments with the times. I mean, some of the biggest companies make um, updates on their existing logo or name. So we were just really careful to, um, for that process. And it is, um, it, it is a, a, a uncomfortable process because um, I think like Jason said, you, you already, it's your baby and you already went through that blood, sweat and tears the first time. And now, you know, you're shaking shit up the second time. <laughs> you're like, wait, what? You know, so. A better term. You don't really want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. You know what I mean? Like, you know, things need to go, but like, this is your baby. Like you started yeah. this, you came up with this, you envisioned it. And, yeah. and all of a sudden it's like, Oh, it's not that anymore. Yeah, and I want to say, you know, um, kudos to Brandon because he's very careful with that process. He knew that was a delicate subject with me. We It took a while for us to even talk about changing the script. Um, and I think all of our experiences are probably different. So I do want to say it wasn't like, 
you it was something you had to do or forced to do. It was kind of like, hey, you know, let's look at the options. But um, he's really good with walking you through that process. And I think that that's important to note, um, it, you know, for all of us. Yeah. Jason, can you confirm, was he gentle with you when it came to changing the name of your school? Um, there was, there was some tough love. I, I will say that. There was some tough love. It, yeah. it was, it was all done in love. Sometimes, you know, sometimes you got to get beat over the head with a little bit, depending on how hard headed you are. Yes. Yes. James, how about you? How long have you been there in your school with the previous name? Well, mine's a little unique. Um, the, the logo, the icon that was associated with our brand prior um, comes all the way back from the pioneers of karate here in America through Osensei Robert Trias. Um, in his book, The uh, Pinnacle of Karate, the man you see there is referred to as the bushy man, the keeper of the truth over the gate of truth. And I was given permission, my sensei and his business, his original business partner, Master Joe Fayak. Um, and Master Rick Hall were given permission from Osensei Trias to use that. And then I was given permission by Master Hall to use it as well. Um, so it's 30 years I was with that brand and that logo. And the only thing that changed was my name instead of Rick Hall's. So that was who I was or who I thought. But the relevance of the word Bushido um, is not what it was back in the 80s and the 90s. People really just don't understand what it means. So after we came out of the pandemic and, you know, I was lucky enough and blessed to uh, meet up with and uh, start working with Professor, um, we really sat down and it was through a lot of questions that I discovered it was time because Bushido really didn't reflect who we were and what our mission was to the community. And I really think that our children today and, you know, as a you know, professional school owner, like the rest of us, 70, 80% of our student base are kids. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're entrusted with the care of these kids and the teaching of these kids. And right now what they need is to learn to be resilient. And so it was time to switch the brand based on the times, what was relevant and how we could best serve the community. Now to get to that is, and I know we've all done this, um, made your instructor a little maybe perturbed before you stepped on the mat and it was a sparring class all of a sudden when it was supposed to be kata yeah. and you weren't abused but you were shall we say got your attention and you know <laughs> um, yeah it was it was a fun but it was a painful uh, experience because I had to I learned set aside the emotion and the ego um, as part of how do we move forward so we can better serve our students and our community. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a, it was not a gentle process. It, 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 the bandaid came off slow is the best way to describe that one. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, for me, um, we, we changed from peaceful warriors, martial arts to focus martial arts. And I mean, peaceful warriors meant something to me. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's an oxymoron to begin with. So it was, a little awkward to begin with. So trying to explain to people what that meant and all the things that went along with it, you know, and I fought for it for, you know, uh, eight, nine years before I finally, you know, met up with professor Beliso and he actually didn't really quite bring it up to me. He just kind of looked at the name kind of sideways like, Oh, okay. What does that mean? And that was when it clicked in my head. I was like, yeah, this needs to change. So there wasn't too much beating over the head with me. I can admit that it was kind of like, I almost went to it with him. Like, yeah, we need to change this. Something needs to happen here. Something this is not moving. When he started just generally talking, not specifically to me, to everybody at its time and through Success Never Sleeps, and he said, you know, what does your brand convey? You know, if you're a mom and you're passing by and you see all these karate schools in your town, which one are you going to go to? You know what I mean? One that has some sort of, you know, older name, usually steeped in some sort of, you know, different language or whatnot, or something that tells you, focused martial arts what is it are you going to teach my kid right peace and warriors meant nothing to a mother who's what what, is, what does that mean i don't even understand what it means because you're conflicting with yourself let alone what is it you're going to teach my kid right so we taught we changed okay so what do we say 10 times a class well you have to focus focus on what you're doing focus you know your eyes look what you're doing so just click it like well focus would mean something because with focus you can do anything you can become anything you want. You can achieve anything you want with focus, right? We know 
professor says all the time what you focus on expands so that where it clicked in my head and then it just became down to like jason said the nitty-gritty of changing everything <laughs> you know you steeped almost 10 years in, in obviously james longer monique longer you know with uh, this one brand i have to change everything and we'll kind of get into that a little bit what really needs to happen so people got to give a good idea of what happens in, in in changing over your brand if that's something you're looking to do um and or or just minor tweaking like monique has done right or just not a full-on rebrand it's a, a tweaking that still takes a lot it's still a lot of process so we'll get into that absolutely um all right let's see and i will show everybody whose logos i have i'll show you the the, the before and after james i showed yours um I, I might as well show mine it, as much as i don't want to um i'll go into it uh let's see if i can find it here um while we're doing this let me click on and get to let's see. you know marco one of the things and and we've heard uh brandon say it all the time uh as you're showing showing some of the logos and all that is as we kind of develop these logos um it's that it's that challenge of you know from most schools communicate from what yep and what are we a martial arts school so that's that's the easy part for all of us right and that's where we gravitate to you know some of them get to how you know and as as brand always says through quality martial arts instruction and, and then what we're really trying to dive down into is is the why why we do what we do why yep. us versus any other activity let's take it outside of just martial arts but just any other activity in our community yeah absolutely well. absolutely so i mean you saw mine that the, the round circle logo very old school in in reception that those have been around for decades right it needed to come into the future into something that's more timeless jason i want to show yours because i think yours had multiple changes am i not right is, is the top oh, yeah the, the first one then you move to the right one yeah so we 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 started out with with the top one that's the red, black, and gray uh, on there, and then um, we actually had uh, Zach Conley, who's actually going to be at its time this year, uh, yep. help us re uh, redo or structure uh, uh, the 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 next one at the top, and then finally, and then Marco, you helped out with this one on uh, at the bottom, our new logo, the Believe uh, logo, and um, and you know it, it's one of the things to where. You know, as much as I fought to not change, not to rebrand on there, whenever I saw this logo, like something just hit me hard and heavy with it. It was, it, this is it. I just knew it. I just knew it. And we use that, uh, it, even within the, even in the logo itself there, that BE being red, um, we we talked about, yes, I want that to stand out because being is, is something different than just doing on there. So we use it to, be successful, be focused, be respectful. So we can tie, tie in all those life skills that is a foundation in our program yeah. just with that and, and tie it into our purpose and why. Absolutely. Uh, Jed, I will definitely get to your question in a second. That's actually a really good question. Um, but just continuing on with your logo, Jason, you know, obviously prior to it was very steeped in a religious belief, right? Where we're, you know, trying. So talk about that because even though believe still be, in there right we believe mm -hmm. so that can still be tied into it it's not kind of out there on the forefront right yeah so so I, it's one of the, and I understand why so yeah yeah it's it's one of those things to, it's, it was very personal uh to me to me um and so we didn't want to get we didn't want to move away from that completely but again we wanted to we wanted to communicate to everybody everybody and the question that brandon asked me was where we're at we're uh, we're technically sitting in the bible belt mm -hmm. is where we're kind of located at that's uh, what they call it and he says it works well there but if you moved anywhere else in the country would it work there and and that was one of the things and it's like no i don't want to i, I want everybody to come come to us right i want everybody to be a part of our community you know because that's um, always been your philosophy yeah, always. We just want to change. It's just a matter of being able to show on the outset that you're welcoming everybody. Yes. Sometimes when you put just one sort of thing on it, other people can feel like, well, maybe I'm not welcome there. Exactly. Exactly. And we wanted we wanted them to know that, no, they're just important to us as, as anybody else that walks through our doors on there. And yeah. we wanted them, wanted them to feel like they were at home mm -hmm. whenever they walked in. 
And there's nothing wrong with specializing. I mean, Monique, you exactly. do. Right? You very much yeah, specialize. Right? Mine is very specific. Yeah. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. That's a great way. If that's what that's your purpose, that's your why, you yeah. go with it and you make it the strongest it's going to be. Right. right. But that's one thing that Professor does is, you know, he he gets you moving towards that direction of like, all right, what is your why? And keep defining it. And if that is your why, then that's what you have to do. Let's make it the strongest that can be and clarify that. But if he feels there's even a little hint of waving, you're wavering just a little bit, he's going to chew you up. He's going to chew you up. Like, let's go. He's not going to let you like a dog with a bone. We love him for that. He's not going to let it go. He's not letting go of the fact that I still want a front desk in my new location. <laughs> right? Instead of kiosk. Right? He's still on me about that. So that, that decision has not been finalized either, by the way. So all right, I want to get to Jed's question really quick before we get back to um, the rebranding stuff. Um, so, uh like Belisa, one martial arts, do any of you have contracts? How did you make that decision? If not, how has that impacted your school culture as well as your business and revenue? Um, let's just go around the room, I guess. And um, for myself, no, we used to have, you know, six month and one year contracts. Um, when I talked to professor, like it just made sense to drop them. Um, so now we do just a monthly, uh, we don't have a cancellation notice either. You literally email me the day before your next payment is due and it's a two second in my studio and you click it off and the membership's done and I can cancel it. So, uh, and, and to be honest with you, if it's like five or 10 days into the month and somebody hasn't taken class with us, like they haven't shown up all month to say, Hey, you know, we can't make it this month. I'll refund them. It, it's not worth the headache of them of fighting their money and fighting them and getting bad press and publicity. You know what I mean? Even a social media post or a Google review saying that you know, they took my money you know what i mean if they're not ready to be a member right now you give them that money back or you cancel the membership right away you open up for them coming back in the future or them recommending you to someone else or whatever or their sibling coming later and that's happened to us multiple times multiple times so who else wants to go uh monique i'll go back to you then we'll go to yeah. i think i think we're gonna say the same thing <laughs> no contracts no extra fees we don't um I think, uh, like I said, I think we're going to be echoing the same thing. But for me, like, I don't want to force anyone to train if they don't want to train. Like, you know, you pay as you go. And I want you to love it as much as we love it. And if you love it, you stay. If not, um, you know, we welcome you with love and we, you know, say goodbye in love. And, and, and like you said, that opens up the relationship for referrals. And sometimes they come back, you know, you never know. Um, but or they tell other people it might not have been a good fit for them, but it could be a good fit for someone else. Um, but yeah, no, same thing. Everything's month to month. I've done. I did that in the past when we had contracts, and someone still had whatever six months. It's like, no, no, you have to train. So the parents like, no, no, you have to go because I'm paying for it, and that is just like the worst cancer to have in your school because that kid doesn't want to be there. So yeah. what kind of effort do you think they're going to put in? No matter how much you try to have chats with them and meetings with them, they're not putting in the effort. So they're dragging everybody. They might not be keying loud enough or their stances are horrible because they have no effort because they don't want to be there. And you're constantly like, come on, Johnny, you got to have lower stances. Come on, you got to key loud. And you're giving this kid a belt and everybody else can see this kid's phoning it in. <laughs> and they're getting the same belt you're giving that kid. Parents don't dig that. My kid's working their butt off and Johnny's over there doing nothing. You're still giving him the same color belt. That doesn't make any sense. So you're better off to let them go and let them come back when they're ready or a sibling, like you said. James, how about you? Uh, yeah, we have, since working with Professor, we've switched to the monthly subscription for the uh, tuition investment for the um, for the students. And we've even, no enrollment fee, we've rolled the testing fee into the curriculum. We rolled our annual association fee into the, the monthly subscription fee uh, for tuition. So it's an all-inclusive. It doesn't include the equipment. We tried that once. That was a living nightmare. Yeah, no surprise. Um, but we don't even on the students who are still on, you know, 12 month contracts or whatever, uh, we don't even charge the cancellation fee anymore. Yeah. And what I found is, you know, like you, uh, Marco, that if you force that student to stay trying to save that one is going to cost you 10. Yep. Um, because of, like you said, the cancer that just spreads and then the other students see what they're getting away with. They try to get away with it. I think what it is, is it's forcing us to, to become better teachers and mentors. If yeah. we can't recognize when the train wreck's about to happen and, and do something to correct it while it's still traveling down the track, uh, then that's our fault. That's not the student's fault. And there yeah. are just things in life. I mean, we've all done it where we thought we were totally passionate about something. And then after, you know, a year or so, we're like, yeah, this just isn't what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I mean, who hasn't put on their after wedding weight, 
right? Like, all right, we're married. I don't really have to try anymore. All right, you're locked into 12 months. I don't really have to try that hard. You're month to month. You're going to try hard yeah. every single day, every class, because you know that you're only as good as that last class they came in. Therefore, you're constantly working on improving yourself, your staff, your curriculum, your your business, so that people want to stay and they don't want to leave because it's just too important for them. It's too much a part of their life now because they love it so much they don't want to go, right? And you're still going to get the ones that go, right? Obviously, people move away. We're in a very transient town where I'm in where there's a lot of tech sector people, so they get jobs for six months to a year and then move. There's nothing we can do about that, you know? And, so, and like Professor says, you know, if the parents don't see us as an investment and the students, uh, the adult students don't see us as an investment in improving the quality of their lives, um, then that's our fault. We're really, they shouldn't stay with us because we're not doing what we promised we'd do. We're delivering something other than what we promised. Yep. So it forces us to be the best in the, the, in the industry. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Lisa, how about you? And then we'll get back to rebranding. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I'm going to echo pretty much the same thing everybody else has said. Of course, we, we had done it at one time. Um, and, and it ultimately comes down to this right here is that, you know, it's not about contracts versus no contracts. We've heard Brandon say that uh, a lot uh, in his shows or anything like that. It's not about that. It's not about, you know, my way's right or, or not. Um, it really it really comes down to what's your values. You know, does it resonate well with you to do that? Uh, we found out for us it didn't. Uh, so we, we moved away from it. Um, and, and also, uh, and I can't tell you how many times that we had somebody not follow through on a contract that we never went pursued that. Um, so it was really just a, it was just a piece of paper sitting there, right. you know, it was just a piece of paper sitting there. You were kind and, of doing month to month anyway. <laughs> yeah, it was month to month anyway. Um, <laughs> right. yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't worth getting the, the, the bad review or, or the, you know, Sorry. having, having, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't worth all that. And, and for me and my team, uh, we have a sign that sits up here. I think Marco, I think you referenced that you have one there, um, in one of our talks may have been last week or. Whenever we were talking before about treat treat every day uh, like it's the student's first day, and and for me and my team, if if we're sitting out there doing that, because think about it, whenever a new student walks in that door, man, we give them the red carpet treatment. Mm -hmm. You know, if we're doing that for everybody every single day, a piece of paper is not going to matter. Right? They're gonna they're gonna be here. They're 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 gonna they're they're gonna want to be here. Yep. You know. Absolutely. So, I mean, like uh, Jason said, he doesn't go after collections. Um, and we never send anybody to collections either. Never but having to sign that contract is an obstacle for them to have to overcome. So, if you're not going to enforce the contract, why put a hurdle there in the first place? Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. I just wanted to add that with you, Jason. Yeah, nope, 100%. Yeah, absolutely. All right. I'll right, take a quick break right now and just thank our sponsors uh, for the show. Uh, we're sponsored, as always, by Market Muscles. Uh, who here, anybody other besides myself, use Market Muscles? Jason, I know you do. James, you do, right? Um, how about, uh, and so Market Muscles, we love them. Steven and the gang, great. They're, I mean, they're super easy to work with. Uh, and definitely, if you don't have a Market Muscles site, you got to, you know, you need something. It's 2022. No more of the homegrown website. You know what I mean? It's, I, I used to do websites. I used to develop websites and do them myself. I don't have that kind of time. Like, I don't have that kind of time to research and do what they do to make my website look like that. If I spent a couple of years, I probably could. I don't have that kind of time. Get on getting yourself a good website that's going to promote your school and get you, you know, ranked and do all what you need to do. Check out Marcel, Market Muscles. We haven't turned back since we started with them. And I've used other ones in the past and we love them the most. So uh, thank you, Market Muscles. My studio, who here, raise your hand, who here uses my studio to manage your school? Your school, James will get on you soon. Um, <laughs> we love my studio too, um, in the gang. Yeah, this this brings me to what Professor says. I mean, I, I love my studio, they're great and everything. It just wasn't a good fit for me. There you go. And Professor said, hey, if it's not a good fit, it's not a good fit. Let's move forward. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, of course, Kids Love Life Skills. I think a lot of us use Kids Love Life Skills. We love that. Um, it's a, one of the best. It's the best character development program. It sells itself, really, especially in our, our pre-K kindergarten class program. We talk about the fact that it's it's martial arts taught through you know, character development, life skills, it's it pretty much just sells. And we have parents come right on the mats with them. Parents are like, yep, sign me up. Let's do it. It's one of our most attended and, and popular programs. So, uh, and we can use it everywhere, not just inside the school. So, and of course, LC, LC Accounting, Letitia, 
the best uh, bookkeeper in, in the business. Um, she is rough. She is tough. She'll keep you on the straight and narrow. There's no doubt about that. Um, between her and, uh, of course, my wife, there is just, you know, very, very, a lot of, lot of microscopes over here in Woover, Massachusetts. So I, I definitely recommend Letitia. We love Letitia. Uh, get in touch with her. Okay. All right. So that's our sponsors. And now, of course, we have uh, It's Time Live coming up in august uh, i know we're all going to be there i'm excited to see everybody again from august 13th through the 16th um simply the best i, I don't call it a seminar it's it's a retreat it's a, a life-changing experience um there's still some spots left for the four day if you can make it up for four days we highly recommend the four days the one day is great two days awesome four days will change your life no doubt about it. it's changed mine and we i mentioned this last time what retreat what kind of quote-unquote seminar do you go back to every year the same one every year i go back to its time every year uh even the pandemic when we couldn't go out there we did the live stream version you know what i mean like and you know again it's, it's just an amazing experience uh and this year I'm, I'm flying out solo which is a little weird for me um but you know i'm looking forward to hanging you know hanging out with all my group here and you know our little click and hanging out and going to the uh millbury pancake house millbury pancake house that's right and Marco and I, I'll share this uh, because my first experience with it's time, I went for the two day. Mm -hmm. I left the two day event with ton of information. But as I was flying back, I, my wife had went out with me because uh, we did some sightseeing and everything like that after uh, or during before and all that kind of stuff. But I actually made a comment to her. I says, I feel like I left too early. Something yep. wasn't finished. Yep. So after that solid four day, if you go for the four day, you will, you will, definitely get a return on your investment plus some so my first experience was the four day we actually won the tickets because we did that video for professor uh for the disruptor video and so we won that day we, he actually was so gracious enough to give us two tickets because my wife and i did the video together so he let us both go out um and it was actually turned out to be our honeymoon as well so mm -hmm. we coupled we coupled you know, I mean, how yeah, that's a testament to my wife who who says okay let's go to a business seminar and our honeymoon at the same time um so that was incredible but um yeah i mean th that was it and i did the four day and I, i'll be honest with you i'm not you know i'm ashamed to admit it i teared up when i was leaving I didn't want to leave. I didn't want to leave professor. I didn't want to leave the, the place. I didn't want to leave, you know, San Francisco. It was definitely life changing, you know? So yeah, absolutely. So we are, right, we get to, it's time to believe. And then of course we have um, breakfast with Brandon on July 18th. If you haven't signed up for that, sign up at the Monomica B in Las Vegas at the Paris hotel and casino. Um, as he says, going to fill your belly. He's going to fill your brain even more. It's a, you know, it's a very intimate nine course breakfast one-on-one -on -one with with professor picking his brain he's going to give you everything you know you need uh i recommend it if you're going to be out there for the super show and you're not already signed up for this get signed up get signed up today all right excellent um and we'll, we'll talk we did wisdom we we'll talk about that he i believe he said he's going to try to do another wisdom again so look forward to that i can't give you dates on that but look forward to more advertisement for um another session of wisdom okay all right gang let's get back into it uh we have more comments let's go Aston says, Kaizen, yes, always improving, right? Uh, <laughs> Ashton, thank you, Ashton. Paul, well, what, what was that? Which one is the approved purchase? If you're talking to me, I can guarantee no. <laughs> I can absolutely guarantee that was a no. It was not an approved purchase. All right, let's continue. We have a lot of questions. Um, so let's go into the big one. What does rebranding entail entail? Like what is it? What goes behind rebrand? This is probably going to take up the rest of the half hour, but let's get into it. Um, let's do it. Cause some of the other ones we kind of touched on already. So let's get into it. Uh, who wants to go first this time? James is going to go first this time. Uh, Cause my answer is going to be short. I don't know. I haven't <laughs> finished the process. And that's all. <laughs> the closer I think I'm done to it the more I find out there is. I think the first one that I would recommend is don't be afraid to spend money to get professional advice before you change anything. Work with somebody who you can trust um, and who has experience like Professor and his team, like bringing in Zach um, and the rest of the, you people. I mean, I consider you guys part of my team for rebranding uh, because you guys are a year ahead of me. Monique's doing it in a different way. So I, I don't know everything entailed. I'm in phase two. We're doing the internal remodel. We got the sign and the icon, but I'll let you know what it entails when we get done. But find somebody who's been there before and done it well, has a proven track record like Professor, and don't be afraid to spend the money uh, up front. 
because it'll save you a whole lot on the back end. Yeah, absolutely. No question. Uh, Jason, I'm going to go over to you since you, you, we're never going to say completed. No, no. That's what I was saying yesterday is I started mine like three or four years ago. It's still not complete. Still not complete. Always. We're always trying to massage it, make it a little bit better, do a little bit better, everything like that. So, um, yeah, you know, rebranding, a lot of times people think about rebranding that it's um, it's the logo, it's the name. That's the number one place everybody's mind goes to. But your brand is more than just your logo. You know, your logo communicates your, your why, your purpose. Um, the branding part of it is so much more. You know, the branding part of it is going to be what you, you know, helps develop your logo. But it's this, you know the systems you create through that it's the social media post that you create. It's the look and feel of your school, um, different things like that. You know, um, I, I was sharing the other day, uh, with you guys that, you know, we finally had, whenever we moved to our new location, we actually had a, uh, a, a family come in and the parents said, is this a chain? Yeah. And I was happy to say like, it, it, it was good to hear that, but I was happy to say, no, no, we, you know, we're a small business, you yeah. know, uh, and all that. So just from the look of our, our logos, the look of our school, all of that kind of stuff. So, so it is, it's everything. It's yeah. everything. It's the way you train your team. It's the way your team delivers everything. Um, if you're a one person team, it's spending that time on you developing your mindset around it, uh, as well. I, I, I just can't say enough that it's, it's yeah. so much more than, you know, a name and a logo. Right. Cause it's, it's half of it's physical. And the other half is internal, mental, you in the in the the culture you build, right? Culture is not necessarily a physical thing; it's an emotion that you create within your your brand, within your team, within your you know community, within your clients. Obviously, the members, yeah. you know, the physical stuff is the logo, like Paul said, the print marketing, the merch, um, you know, things like that. That's your physical. Yeah. But then, like he also said, the other stuff would be the brand absolutes. What are your pillars? Things you have to do. Professor says it all the time. We do the same yeah. thing. Jason, I know you guys all do the same thing. Somebody walks in your school within three to five seconds, essentially, you say hello. And say of course, try to do it by name, right? And welcome them in for that day. Like that's a brand absolute. Everybody feels that personal touch when they come in and when they're leaving, you say goodbye and have a great day or whatever it is you say. Um, so yeah. that's that's part of it. That's part of your rebrand. It's not just changing your logo, putting up a new sign and putting up new flyers, things like that. It's a lot of it's how you think about your brand. How are you presenting it out to the community and having that unique view, unique brand. It's not just mm-hmm. the same as all the other karate schools or whatever you use uh, around you, but you have to have that feeling out there as well. People know you, right? You, you go out to the community. We do the cotton candy. Like a lot of you guys do. We're known, right? Oh, that, that we always see focus martial arts, giving out free cotton candy that always serving the community. You know what I mean? That's part of your brand. People want to know you. You go to an event, a school thing. We talked about this before. They might not be ready to sign up for martial arts there. Cause that's not what they're there for. So don't be out there with your clipboard trying to take names. Just serve the community as much as you possibly can. And when they're ready to take their kid to martial arts, who are they going to think about? The creepy one that kept trying to get them in the door because they kept trying to get their name and number and knew they were going to call and badge them at a school event, at a carnival, or the company that just was out there serving the community, welcoming them with yeah, you know, no, asking for nothing. Yeah, just, cotton candy, uh, coloring sheets, that kind of stuff. Absolutely, all that. Yeah. Them too. Absolutely, and then your brand is strong, right? So that's that's a different part of it. So, um, Monique, let's go over to you because again, adjusting the brand. Yeah, I think that um, the biggest thing is that there's a lot of moving parts, and you have to. Um, it's a process. Like you guys are still going through it, um, but even for us, um, there's, there's a team of us that's behind it. Right. So, you know, I meet with Brandon, my husband has probably looked at a million script. Like, I'm like, what is this? What about this? And I have my graphic designer who's designing, we're going back and forth. I also have the vent, our vendor who puts our, um, puts our name on apparel and our uniform. So she's saying, okay, this won't look good. If it's in broader, we have to be mindful of this. So there's a lot of, I mean, there's like, there's like six of us like going back and forth trying to figure out like, does this work? Um, And at the end of the day, you have to keep all of these um, conversations in your head as you, you know, at the end of the day, you're like, I got to make the decision, but there's a lot of moving parts. And I think that's the biggest thing, like not to feel like you have to rush and do it because you have to, 
you have to get behind it first and, and be 100% behind it before you can um, sell it to the masses. So whether it's your team or parents or whatever, you have to feel good about it. Um, but I love the conversation about it not being physical because it's beyond just the logo. It's how um, it's your mindset. Like, what is it? Why is that your logo? Why is this your brand? Why did you choose those colors? Like th that has to there has to be a why behind everything. And if you're not clear with that, then you have to like just walk a little slower. I think some people want to move really fast through it. And you just have to, you know, because this could be your logo for however many years. And you just want to make sure that you feel good about it so that that ripple effect and it trickles down to everyone else. Um, but for me, it's just, I am um, very careful when I make decisions, not indecisive, but I just have to like weigh every pro and con. So it was kind of nerve wracking. Like every time the web designer sent me another script, I'm like, okay, here's five more we got to look at. So it just, it's a long time. So, you know, I'm messaging Brandon, I'm messaging my husband. Like, what do you think about this? What do you think? You know, there were some things like I knew that I liked, but there were some things like, well, how is this going to look on a shirt? How is this going to look on a sign? How is this going to look at a community table? So, um, you know, we're pretty niche and we we kind of stand out already, but you still wanted to be consistent with your why. And that was that was really um, important to me and why we're still like mid process on uh, the upgrade, because I, I it needs to resonate with me, you know, so. Absolutely. And I think, you know, you, you have to look beyond that and be ready to look beyond that, look beyond yeah. that logo. But you have to, like you said, the why is super important. When somebody would ask me what Peace Warriors, you know, why did you choose that? I really couldn't tell them. Yeah. When they asked me why did you use focus, it turns into a half hour dissertation. They, they look at their eyes are rolling back in their head. Like, okay, he's still talking, you know, and, and it's true. Making decisions can be tough. Um, you, if you do it from the why, it's not really a, pr a problem. It would be a lot easier for you. Uh, my wife is absolutely tired of hearing about front reception desks. I think we've looked at like 100,000 of them at this point and you know what I'm looking for. Um, so, And we still haven't made a decision that we're actually going to go with it. We have some time before the move actually happens. So, um, But again, if you don't make snap decisions. Like James said, get somebody you know, who can help you, somebody professional who's done this before, uh, and, and they can guide you. Uh, and But Professor said the same thing to me when our last wisdom meeting. He's like, I'm pushing towards kiosk. I'd urge you to think about doing kiosk. But he's like, but at the end of the day, you're going to do what's right for your business. Uh, I'm not going to be at your school every day. I'm not going to be running and being behind your front desk. It's you have to make the decision what you feel is best for your school. Does a front desk make more sense to you? Does it make more sense for your physical location because you need storage, you need stuff? If he hears the word printer one more time, I think he's going to scream at me because he kind of did last time. So <laughs> he was tired of hearing about the printer uh, that we use constantly, you know, but that's it's a consideration, you know, and he was he was great enough to admit because he, he is who he is and he's done what he's done and he, he is where he is. But he was not afraid to admit that I made him think about storage when he's thinking about kiosk. Like you have your front desk or whatever. I have an office. I cannot wait to get rid of and the new place will not have an office. Um, that way, it's always me out on the floor whenever I'm in the place. You know, I don't have to be ever in here. But he's like, well, yeah, you have stuff. There is a printer. There is a stapler. There is, you know, paper. Like, where are you going to put that stuff? It has to go somewhere, right? It, there's certain things like I can't wait to get rid of 90% of the stuff you collect. I've collected over 12 years, right? Because that happens real easy. Um, so, but you got to figure out where the stuff you absolutely need. Break it down to the essentials. What does it take to run your business on a daily basis? How many staplers do you need on a daily basis, right? Like, how often do you use it? Now you got to figure out where things go. And it was really wonderful to, to admit that, that he was starting to think about it too. So that was cool. That was cool. Does anybody else want to add to that? To the, uh, was into it because we got plenty of other questions if we don't. Yeah. Um, on that, uh, with the kiosk and everything, we're at the same place as you, Marco. And so we're actually, you know, building our pony wall this week and we're going to, we're going to try the kiosk. Mm -hmm. um, but for it, it's all about the story space. And, you know, I've collected, 30 years worth of garbage here. And I can't say garbage, but great stuff. And I even have a storage unit on top of the school for stuff we use. Right. So I think by what professor's trying to get us to do is, you know, uh, do more with less, just keep it minimal and more stoic. And, but you're absolutely right. Just like with my studio, he said, that doesn't work for me. So do what I want to do. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. And I think and I love that minimalist yeah. lifestyle. I love that minimalist, like Apple, you yeah. look in their stores and it is not cluttered. Yep. It's not a big box chain where you just see boxes endless. It's just the product. And other than some accessories, you don't see rows of laptops, 
or things like that. You just see the laptop, just the iPhone, and the boxes of them are in the back. You know what and, I mean? You know, you, you you touched on the culture, and I was thinking Apple is probably the hugest company out there that it's all about their culture. Mm-hmm. So I think part the biggest part of the rebranding is to make the culture match the brand. Yeah. So absolutely 100 100 all right um okay so what this is a good one what are some examples of unique sort of out of the box ways you used uh you know the new update uh, to update your brand what are some ways you updated that you feel are unique who wants to go first let's see uh i haven't started with monique in a while um unique ways. So I think uh, we are really strong and I think you, all of you guys are on community outreach. Uh, so one of the things is like, you know, how we show up in the community. So when people see Karate for Girls, they kind of know that we're out in the community. So uh, we've sponsored like, you know, races. We try to do stuff specific to female organizations or women owned businesses. Um, so when we do events, we try to use our name in that way. So it's not about us having a table there. Like, you know, we did a race where we handed out water to some girls. It's Girls on the Run, which is an international company that they do 5K runs. And we we had our shirts on, but we were um, donating water. So we were giving water out to the races. So we didn't need to have a table out trying to get people to sign up. It was more, let's see this female owned business and female ran school help out this female owned business that's supporting girls that want to do a 5k run. So we wanted to show up in that way. So I think sometimes um, once you get your brand and once it's strong, it's making sure that you show up um, not, you know, about you want to try a new class, you know, you want to sign up for this trial. It's more like, okay, we do this, we're in the community, but we also support the community too. So we like to sponsor local organizations and we, um, are even specific to female own or um, organizations that are geared to females since we're all um, female martial arts school. And then the other thing I think is um, just the brand, we talked about it being beyond your logo, but I think it's like how your school looks. Like we kind of did like that um, and some of you guys might have did this, like I did a video of how my school looked with Brandon so we could see stuff. And, you know, I'm, I'm pretty minimal and clean anyway, but we were trying, that's a brand. Like I want when people walk in that it's clean and there's not, you know, they can tell that we get the place professionally clean in addition to us clean in between classes. So making sure that there's open space and not like a lot of clutter, that's, I, that's part of your brand. And I have, you know, a lot of times we get the compliment is like, this doesn't smell like a martial arts school. Yep. It doesn't smell sweaty you know and i'm like great like but that's a part of your brand so i think those are out of out of the box ways that it's not just you know slapping your logo on a t-shirt which is great but um our brand is also how you know how my team looks they dress a certain way when they are on the mat so all of that is in line with um your brand Absolutely. And i've seen that too you know you see this happen a lot and and i understand why schools do it but i found for us and we used to do this where the teachers were wearing a different uniform than the students and it created such a separation from the students and teachers. We're all really working together to one goal, right? We're all martial artists. We're all working together. Yes, I've been here longer, so I have more knowledge in the system, but I'm still going to learn from you. We're all doing this together. So we eliminated that. We got rid of teaching uniforms. Everybody's wearing the same thing. you know. And, and that's part of our brand. Doesn't mean that has to work for everybody. James yeah. is my studio. It's not for him, right? Some students, some schools love having that separate teacher uniform. It didn't work for us. We didn't like it. Yeah. So and we do have a separate uniform for our instructors, but the the um, graphic is the same on all the uniforms. So we do have, because when I, this is my opinion, this works for me. I think that it should show leadership when someone's on the mat, everyone should know who to look at. Like we don't all blend together. So you know that that's the instructor that shows up on the mat. Um, but we do keep that consistency. So the same thing that's written, written on her uniform is the same thing that's written on the other person. So our uniforms are designed the same. It just might be, it's a different color. So, but that's what works for us. So. Yeah, and there you go. That works yeah. for Jason. How about you? What's unique about Jason? <laughs> oh, we don't have enough time to talk about that. We only got six to fifteen. Uh, that's right. Um, you know, so one of the things that we did whenever, whenever, one, I want my uh, Marco. I'm sure you can understand this. I want my logo on everything. I want them to see my logo. I want them. To, I want them to know that we're there. You know, but but I, I agree with Monique too that it's it's more than just putting our logo on something like we sponsored a, a soccer team. And what was great was, is, uh, 
we got we sponsored this team and then i found out that um they were short on coaches so one of the parents in our school actually started was going to coach the team well they already knew our purpose they knew our why they were bought in they're a hundred percent in on us so what did they do they they're like we had to come up with a neat team name we just called it the dragons because it was a martial arts kind of feel to it um we kept the team colors red and black because that was the school colors i'm going man this is great and then and then they're like yeah we we've done this before usually they they sponsor the team they pay for the like the t-shirts and that's it i said no 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 so we're gonna we're gonna get the t-shirts we're gonna do a party we're gonna we're gonna help with the we're gonna do the trophies uh we're gonna do the snacks and then through all of that we showed up to one of the games and what did they invite me to do go out there and give a life talk that we use from kids love life skills you know so all of that is our brand mm-hmm. every bit of that the next thing that we did for my team i wanted to empower my team uh to to be to, to be ambassadors of our brand on there so wherever they go so they're they're in their believe t-shirt they have their black sweats on uh that's their off the mat uniform i guess uh is what we could call it um but then that way we all look the same in there with that but then also we got the badge carry cases from kids love life skills and they all have badges in there and right now we're coming up with a just a, a landing page not to collect leads but so that we can actually send so my team can talk to a parent in the community give them a badge and then say hey if you'll go to this this uh scan this qr code go to this site and we will email you all of our parent support material about this life skill so you can decide how it best fits for your family. That's a part of our brand on there. We're solid in that. That's what we, that's what we want to be known for. Mm-hmm. I used to walk around, around town. I was born and raised in this town. And they knew that the school was mine. And I was always called the karate guy. Which there's nothing wrong with that. I, I love that. But, you know, I wanted to be known more than just the karate guy. So now it's, hey, they do life skills. You know, I went and got my hair cut this morning at the shop next door to our school i walked in they go yeah all all the kids that come in here from your school they're so respectful all i hear them is go yes ma'am yes sir you know he says i i used to cut hair in another town and none of the kids would do that right so like we want to be known for that that's that's our brand that's our brand that logo is just that that connection point of where they go okay this is the place we need to go on there you know so having having that type of setup um, for that and empowering families to be able to do that at home, that it's not just in our school, it's our community as a whole. So I think that's our unique, uh, our unique service point. And let's talk about for a second with the other businesses. Um, you know, we're moving into a new sort of shopping center and there's a dental place right next to us. Well, I'm in the middle, I'm in in between dentists right now. So I'll be going to them, you know, so I can support the other businesses in my area. Right. It's just that back Mm -hmm. Forth. We do the uh, where we're at currently. There's a restaurant who services a lot of kids and families. So we do the life skills. Uh, we do the coloring page on the back of their kids menu. So we provide their kids menus and all their crayons for it as well. You know, and that's something that has brought people in. People bring in the coloring page because on the on there it says bring this in for one free class at Focus Martial Arts, and, and that's just part of our brand, right? We're always promoting life skills, and we're finding ways to reach out to the community, to other businesses in our area. So if you're not already reaching out to other businesses, we definitely recommend reaching out and supporting the other businesses, and they'll support you. You know, and just you know find obviously find the ones that align with your with your purpose, you know, um, there's plenty of liquor stores in our area. It doesn't really service kids. So we're not going there, you know, nothing wrong with them. Um, but it doesn't really support the kids and that what we do. So, you know, that we definitely find like restaurants, uh, a dental office. Again, I'll be hitting them up. You know, can we put, you know, coloring pages in your lobby? So when kids are coming here and they're waiting, can they, they can color a page. We'll provide crayons and the coloring pages here. And there's a, uh, be goods, uh, a uh, restaurant, the two doors down from us, we'll be hitting them up, you know, and, and as many as we can in that area. So I definitely, you know, we definitely recommend, recommend that. James, how about you? I'm in student mode here. I'm taking notes off of you three. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, you know, the color. The, it never the, ends. The, the menu thing, you know, we're doing that. I did have one restaurant tell me that uh, 
they quit doing children's venues with crayons because the parents just let these kids like scribble all over the wall. And I'm thinking that's the kid I want because I can help him. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, oh, okay, that's no problem. Too, you need to get the parent in there too and help them out a little bit. Yeah, that's it. But I just it just hit me. Um, which one of you two hipped us to uh to these little uh tape dot th- that was Marco? Oh man, you're a genius. Yeah, Mark ways to spend money. Ask it less, Letitia. I hope it's an authorized purchase. But um, we take the the life skill. We we hit it on one of our cards, and we put the respect badge there. And then I thought one thing further: doesn't have to be in a card. We do it on a whole life skill thing. Maybe a three by five coloring card that's the shrunk down, um, and drop a couple of crayons. And when they go into a beauty salon or they go in here, and you know, then. You can say, hey, you know, if you got kids come in here and I know you want to keep them quiet, just go ahead and give them this to keep them busy. And it's co-branded with our stuff. The parents get to see it. The kids get to see it. It's a win-win situation for everybody. So I just wrote down B2B kit, and I'm going to have to come out with that. Yep. Um, but as far dang, did I make Monique mad? <laughs> what you said, but we'll find out. We'll hear from her. I know. She's Professor's favorite, so I don't want to make her mad. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> but I would say unique. Um one our attitude and now it's more community service based um and we're constantly looking for ways to give back but the biggest obstacle i find with with that and it seems to be the track that we're all about serving our community for brand recognition is a lot of people keep like looking like what's the catch what do i got to give you and i'm like nothing just the opportunity to serve you yeah and and so that's the biggest obstacle so we're still learning yeah Absolutely. And it, it, but honestly, it doesn't take that long to do that. You know, we've now been working with a bunch of the local elementary schools and anytime they need something, they call us, right? We did two days in a row. I say we, I did two days in a row of cotton candy, four hours, <laughs> rolling out cotton candy, my shoulders spent, uh, but we loved it. So two days of back to back, one school and then another elementary school. And it was fantastic. It was just me handing out cotton candy, making fresh cotton candy, handed out. We had no literature there. Obviously, our name was plastered on our – we have a table with one of those table, you know, a nice t- a fitted uh, logo table covering. And, you know, my cotton candy machine, I put stickers on the drum that say Focus Martial Arts. So it is – and, of course, I was wearing my Focus Martial Arts shirt, um, you know, and you can have a – we have a sign, you know, free cotton candy courtesy of Focus Martial Arts, you know. Uh, and that's it. That's it. That's all we needed. Um, while I was there – Multiple people scanned the QR code, Q, QR code that we have, and multiple people signed up for trials during the two days. Done day. I didn't ask him about it. I didn't ask, hey, do you want to sign up for a trial? Do you want to sign up for a trial? Do you want to sign up for a trial? They said, hey, where are you located? I'm like, oh, we're right in Woman Center. And they said, boom, done. Sign up for trial. One of them called yeah. school, and the person who was working that day told them I was at their kid's elementary school. They said, oh, we're going to go down and see them then. And they did, and they signed up for a trial. You know what yeah, I mean? I mean, you know, and that's. Yeah, you're you're right, Marco. Because I mean, that's that's it. whenever whenever your brand speaks that loud to them, whenever it resonates that much to them, they will come seeking you out. Yeah. You don't have to go after them; they will come after you. Yeah. You know, we we were at a a, a, a pre K event. They were doing a carnival, and a member of the school board actually come up asking us, "Hey, we're looking for businesses to partner with. We want to partner with you. We know what you represent. We want to partner with you." Yeah. I mean, that's that. 100% you're on rebranding. The giving feels incredible, you know, internally, uh, and it does amazing things for the business. And you're not chasing people down. That's one thing. You're not trying to like strong arm people and chase you. Think about it this way who's walked through a mall and those kiosks, and you get almost get assaulted when you walk by a kiosk because they're going to like, I had one person literally grab me by the wrist. I almost wrist locked the guy into a, you know, into a hold and threw him down. Like, why are you touching me? I don't know you. Like, oh, my friend, my friend, like, I don't know you. I know my friend, don't touch me. You know what I mean? You have no idea who you're grabbing. Like, and I don't mean me. I mean, like, in general, you don't know who you might be grabbing. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's like, it's, but it doesn't, you know, so how often do you, like, go as far away from that kiosk as you can possibly walk around? You're taking extra steps to avoid even being talked to because it feels like you're just going to get into this conversation where you just want to swallow your tongue to get out of it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, don't be that way, right? You just have that welcoming. Hello, here's some cotton candy. Have a great day. Thank you for letting us serve you. Done day. And when they're ready to come for martial arts, you're going to be the first one on their mind. The ones who weren't skeevy asking for their phone number, 
You know what I mean? So, or or trying to get them to spin a wheel to get a prize when they have to go back to your school to get it. You know, so that was that that's a, that was a big change for us because we did those events, we did those town day events, and we had the prize. I'm gonna have pictures, the prize wheel, everything. Professor says don't do. It was all in there. It was like his poster of like, don't do any of this. A, B, C, D. Don't do any of this. We had that. <laughs> we had that. It's very different now. It's very different now. All right. So uh, I know Monique is in among the missing, but hopefully we get her back before the end of the show. Um, so briefly, how would you describe, and we kind of touched on really give me the, how would you describe the, the rebranding process with Professor? Here's Monique. Hey, welcome back, Monique. We missed you. That's okay. So we'll, I'm going to start with you. How would you describe the rebranding process with Professor? Um, we only have about three minutes left. Yeah, it was um, me getting comfortable with being uncomfortable, if I'm honest. Yep. Um, and it was uh, him really listening to, um, I have a very you know, backgrounds, personal background story with the logo, with the name. So um, he was really careful with that process because he knew that that was a delicate subject with me. So I think that, um, and, it, and we're still in the middle of it. And he is, you know, it, he pushes me in a way, but it's tough love, but he also respects that there is a lot of emotion behind it. And um, so I respect that from him too. So it's a, it's a it, there's a dance, <laughs> there's a back of a push and pull between yeah. us with it. Yeah. He's a good leader when it comes to dancing. Absolutely. <laughs> How about you? Um, James? You know, rewarding most days. You know, Professor, God, I love him. I do. Like like an older brother. Um, but I am not a kumbaya guy. <laughs> and, you know, no. I, I, I'm a hugger. I, I, I love people. But like, you know, the, that end of the night text to send to him, I think in the whole wisdom process, I've sent six, maybe, because he wouldn't let me go to bed that night until I answered him. Um, and that's the whole process is he doesn't let you go. He knows we came to him because he knows what we don't know. And he knows what we don't know. Um, and so we may not understand the process. So it's got to be trusting but when you accomplish each step with Professor, he's there to help you celebrate as well. So it's it's rewarding and it's painful. That's, Absolutely. That's yeah. I like that. Jason, how about you? Um, I mean, I think Monique and James uh, have really kind of boxed that boxed that in nicely. Um, you know, they've described it really well. But you know. Even with that, I'll add to it that that it's it's something. If you're not ready to hear, it's going to be difficult to hear. Um, and, and all, and and you want to get defensive at first about it, but as you discuss it more, and I think I think Monique kind of nailed this on the head, uh, hit this on the head with it, is that it does become a dance, a little bit of give and take with that, and that tough love that is there is, is there because it's because it's that he he wants you to be just as successful in it as as anybody else and he's going to treat it to me as we were going through and, and rebranding and, and doing all that stuff he was treating it to me it felt like he he's just as invested in it as i am mm. he is my partner in it um, and, and all, and, and, you know, what, what it's become now from where we were, uh, that was one of the things on, on my last call with, with him through wisdom was he made the comment. He says, your social media is just leaps and bounds better than what it was six years ago. Yep. And I went back and looked and I'm going, oh my gosh, this is what I was posting. You almost don't want to do that. Do you? You almost don't yeah. want to. I want to go back and delete it all. I I Cringy moments. Yes. Yeah. But, but you know, it, it was, it was, it, it was, it was so much, it's so much better. Uh, the logo stands out so much better. The mindset that I have that I, that my team recognizes that they, that they even get, you know, that, that all of that happens, you know, starts, starts going in. So, and it, he's not just working with you. He's working with your whole team and, and also 
you know, it, it's, again, it's that tough love. And there's sometimes you just want to get in the argument and, and fight him on it, you yep. know, and, and dig in deep where you're at. But then you finally step back and you realize you're going, you know what? He's not necessarily telling me I have to do this. Right. He's just showing me another path. And he's going to let me choose if I, if, if I want to do that. Yeah. But he's good about laying it out going, this is the path you're on. And this is essentially where it's going to lead. Or you mm-hmm. can be on this path. If you choose to grasshopper, if you will. And this is where this path could lead. But at the end of the day, the choice is still yours, you know, and right. variations on the path and little, you know, you know, detours to take yeah. things like that. He's going, but he, still he's, he will tell you time and time again that, it's your journey. It's your race. It's it's up to you. Not trying to you make know? your school like his school. Yeah, he's not trying to carbon copy it. He doesn't want. He doesn't want to somewhere down the road me change to one martial arts. Right. He doesn't want that. He he just wants he wants me to live my version of success. Yeah. And I'll, and as long as I'm doing that, you know, I'm happy. My family's happy. My team is happy. My community's happy. And even though if if I never invested another thing into what professor does, he would be happy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I'd like to add that just, uh, you know, professor really hasn't told me anything new to do, but he's told me how to do everything I know that I should have been doing to make the school successful because, you know, at 57, I'm looking like I want to pass this legacy on. I, I want people to continue helping people. And if I don't fix it to be generational, um, and profitable for that matter at that time, yeah. Um, then it's not going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And professors just said, you know, he's I, everything he said, we got to do this. We got, and I'm like, yeah, I, I know, I know, I know. But I, I've just never been able to find that path forward to get it off. And professor is the one that guides you. He doesn't do it for you, but he's there step by step. Yeah. And, and I think that's what's made the biggest difference with professor. So. Yeah, and I think part of it, people don't often see the forest beyond the trees. So they've created this brand for what it is that is very centered around them, their name, mm-hmm. their personality. I've had plenty of instructors do that, whether it's named after them or not. Uh, and a lot of them do name it after themselves. And that's fine. If that's your version, if you realize that once you want to retire, that's it. It's done. You're not necessarily handing it off to someone else because your name is on it. And if you're not there, you're not there. Right. That's it. You, you can't. It's not going to work. It's not McDonald's. Right. Which and then they got pushed out, but it's still carried on under that same name. But it's different. It's it's your name. So you have to move on from that and understand that if your version is to pass it on, sell it, get a number one who then wants to take over and have part of the business, whatever the version is. That's what you have to go and see. And I think a lot of people don't see that. They think, I'm going to open a karate school. I'm going to open the doors, teach the classes, collect the money. I'm not going to think of 40 years down the line from now when I need to sh- retire and go live the good life. What happens to this business? How do I keep making money from this business I spent 40 or 50 years doing? What do I do with it? Right? Maybe I have kids. Maybe they want to take it over. Maybe I have kids and they don't want to take it over. My father owned a gas station repair shop. I didn't want to take it over. I don't know intention of going to be a mechanic. There's nothing wrong with being a mechanic. Just wasn't my version of what I wanted to do, you know? Um, So at the end of the day, I'm going to have to manage it because he still owns the property and the land. So I'm going to have to manage that, but he leases it out to someone. Thank God. So, you know I mean? I don't have to do that. I can live my version, do mine. And that's one thing a professor taught me. What are you going to do with your school when you want to retire? What's going to happen to it? You can't be a personality based business. It's all about you and you do all the teaching. You know, I've, I've been able to luckily take not a, a step back, but in a rail that I'm always here, but I'm not always on the mats doing head instructing. Even if I'm on the mats, I'm not head instructing. I'm assisting the head instructors so that when I do take a Saturday off, people aren't looking, well, Sheehan's not here. Sheehan's not here. We're going we're gonna to prep class today. I get compliments constantly that the instructor that I have out there is wonderful and they love working with her. That makes my heart feel so good that I'm able to train my staff. That people love having classes. And at the end of the day, I'd rather have a better class with them. Because then I can t- I know I can take a day off and nobody's going to be searching for me and wanting to quit because I'm not here. Right. right. It's just building the brand that way. That is, it's not, it's a company. It's not just my mom and pop anymore. It's a company. You never see the guy who owns Starbucks serving coffee at all the shops. Can't. Right. It's a company that runs independently. So that's where we're moving towards. And professor's definitely helping us do that. We got a long way to go. 
still a lot of moving parts. We'll get there. But he definitely makes us believe that we'll get there. And that's what's been uh, amazing for us. So, all right, gentlemen. And Monique is somewhere in the Ethernet, uh, somewhere out there. We love you, Monique. I uh, wish you were here for the end of the show. But it is 3.06. We're going to wrap this up. I want to thank our sponsors, of course, uh, my studio, uh, um, six, uh, you know, LC Accounting, Kids of Life Skills, and, of course, Market Muscles. Uh, gang, don't forget, we have um, Breakfast with Brandon coming up on the 7.18. All right, make sure you sign up for that as well as It's Time Live Believe. We want to see you guys out there. We're all going to be out there. We want to see you out there too. So please get signed up for that. A few spots left for all the uh, one day, two day, and four day. All right. Uh, Jason, James, obviously, thank you so much. This has been amazing again. I will see you all next week. Uh, next week, I believe we're going to talk about It's Time Live. Am I not mis- right? Or are we doing uh, that's right. Are we doing social media next week? Social media next week, and then It's Time after that? I think it's something like that we have. We, so we're, we've taken over the whole month, and we got a few okay. different shows coming out for you yeah, guys. And we are holding Professor Hostage for the cookies. Yeah, yeah. He'll, be back, <laughs> he'll be back in August. He'll be back in August. We'll let him out in August. All right. Thank you guys so much. Uh, what do we want everybody out there to do, gang? Hey. Live their best life. Yeah, live your best life. All I could think was my tagline. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, James, say it. Say yours, Rise James. above to be your best. There you go, Jason. Yeah. Be successful. All right, and my mind's engaged in success. All right, everybody go out there, live your best life. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Thanks, Marco. Thanks, Jason.